Hi, this is Lisa Blythe, and on this week's Daytona Scene, we're talking about Oktoberfest events throughout the community. Al gives us the scoop on the holiday happenings on Main Street, the return of downtown Daytona nights, and a craft brewery coming to downtown Daytona Beach Street. It's all coming up on this week's episode of Daytona Scene. Daytona Scene Podcast. Al Smith here with Lisa Blythe. Hello, Lisa. Hello. And are we enjoying this fall cool weather? <laughs> Have you pulled out the uh, winter coats no. yet? No, but my glasses keep fogging up <laughs> when I get out of my car but with the AC yeah. running on high. I think we are, are in t- time. I think it's July. S- soon we will get in the s- low 80s. Soon. <laughs> I heard somebody say, oh, we're a little over the average for this time of year. And he said the average was like 88. I go, 88? That sounds... I, I, I guess for fall. I should have known that. I've been here my whole mm-hmm. life. But it's like, wow, that sounds really yeah. hot. But So uh, I, I've heard that by the time you do something five times, it becomes a habit. Okay. So I think we're at we're, the habit stage habit? of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> And thank you to those who are listening, because now it's part of your weekly routine as well, and we appreciate that. that. Yeah, yeah. let's talk about it a second. Because this is a question I get from a lot of my friends. What is is a podcast? (laughs) You know, because we're at the age where that wasn't something automatic. And and why would you do a podcast? Well, they talk about this, you know, the pod door, Hal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what they think we're talking about. So uh, what I think is, so why, you know, people say, why do we do a podcast? You know, and I, I... what I tell people is, one is it's like we could one we can talk about what we want, right? And we can focus what we're focusing on. And when we say Daytona, we mean um, the greater Daytona Beach area. And so I always I had this conversation with somebody last night. It's like eventually, when you tell somebody you're from this neck of the woods, you at some point use the word Daytona, unless you're just that stubborn that you don't want to, right? I mean, have you ever left town, gone somewhere, and not at some point had to say, well, you live in Daytona, so you yeah. can say it. But <laughs> I live in Ormond. I never go, when I got out of town, I just say, I'm from Daytona. Just make it easy, unless I'm really going to get to know somebody. Otherwise, it's just... So that's kind of right. in the vein we do Daytona right. scene. Right. It's like, you know, I, grow, I, I say I'm from Detroit, but I'm really from Royal Oak, which is a right. suburb. So you're from a suburb of Daytona. Yes. <laughs> Very, very aware of that. And the other cool, and, and you and I have both, when we first started talking about this, we're consumers of podcasts. And we both find them to be a great way to get information on whatever topic it is we're interested in. And the great thing about it is I can play right on my phone, in my phone, in my car, uh, you know, while I'm showering, while, you know, while I'm getting dressed. When I'm Walking getting the dog. Do, right. Exactly. Right. Walking, doing exercise. And you can listen when you want to listen. So it's a beautiful thing, and I, I, I um, and people kind of are slowly when they look, they finally you see the light bulb go yeah. off on their head, right? As, as as far as what it is, but the, I listen to podcasts. I don't know about you, I I listen to a couple that bring me the news in the morning. I like the NPR podcast. I like the um, the daily the daily from the New York Times or the only kind of Michael Barbaro yeah. the way he talks. What a voice! <laughs> has a great voice, and he digs deep. You know, they pick a subject and dig deep with their vast number of reporters. And then I like, um, yeah, 
uh, I'm a big Florida State football fan. They have a podcast? Yeah, the Knoll Cast. The Knoll Cast. And they nice. go they go into so deep in the weed weeds. Oh yeah. So it's, I'm some point we got really don't, you know. Well, are you listening about, to a Braves cast? You got to be happy could, about your yes. Braves right now. Oh my gosh. You were happy we, yesterday and I then could do more a Braves yesterday cast. Than... <laughs> uh, the Braves are just uh have a lot of faith in that team. Like even though they lost the first game and you know they they got some slack for one of their players, Acuna, kind of showboating a little bit. Well, he's 21 years old, okay? Think about your own self when you're 21. He's in the NLDS. I mean, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, right. So <laughs> He's been playing baseball his whole yeah. life, I'm sure. But yeah, I, I've listened to a couple of of, uh, of of Braves. But they're so they play so much, it's right. like every day. Well, and you can listen but, to the game as well. Yeah, and yeah. with baseball, I think the the play by play, they're the the best sports announcers in the world. Base by play by play, and then the color commentators are always bringing in fun stuff. Right. Oh, so Chris, I'd rather listen to radio uh, coverage of a TV game, watch it on TV, but listen to the radio broadcast. Oh, radio. I have to. I know we're getting a little off subject where I started, but I'll say this. <laughs> Sorry. That, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> Chris Berman was doing the Braves play-by-play, you know, not because of the Braves, because of the National League Championship Series. And, uh, wow, it was he was really good. It was great to hear him again. Yeah, he's a little experienced, right? He's been doing this for <laughs> yeah. quite a while. <laughs> but, but, yeah, and, you know, we were talking about podcasts that you like. Uh, Hidden Brain is one of my favorites. Okay. It's a weekly podcast about social science behavioral issues, and they really go deep into all kinds of things. Interesting. And the, pick that one yeah, out. New York Times book review is also a good one. And you know what? You know what segment is huge in podcasting is is true crime. Huge. Like they have some of these, and it's 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 huge with women forty to sixty or whatever. I don't know what the exact demo is, but I mean they'll they'll have like they'll sell out big arena. <laughs> they'll sell out like the Peabody. Will fill a, a place as big as the Peabody in some of these bigger cities where they'll just come there and they'll either do their podcast there or sit there and answer their questions and talk about their podcast. That's that's pretty. I yeah. can't imagine that, but but that's a big big part of it. You could pause thing. it and go back and listen again. Unlike radio, right. live radio, when once it's done, it's done. Yeah, unless it becomes a podcast, which a lot of shows do, <laughs> like Science Friday. It's a great podcast. Right. That's also a radio show. Right. And there's a great, there's some great um, business, you know, if you're in specific businesses. So we hope to do that. And actually, you know, <laughs> talking we, about podcasts, podcasts, about podcasts. Well, we're, yeah, we're talking about podcasts, like Seinfeld, podcasts. Show about nothing. But what we, we are in this beautiful <laughs> space that, um, that we created uh, where we can help uh, once we get rolling down the road here, is we'll help other people who want to do their own podcast because it's uh, an effective way to get out there and, and, Get your name out there and your message and whatever expertise or experience you want to share. Uh, that's what's great. You know, it's like similar to the music industry now. It's like you don't need record companies in the sense you need them for distribution, but you don't need them for recording because the equipment is so good and so relatively cheap these days. You can, you know, you can kind of do your own thing. So you can self-publish similar to self-publishing an yeah. author, self-publish your own vinyl or i guess what do you yeah. put it on now nobody uses vinyl anymore yes do they, they do oh vinyl's okay. huge right now yes vinyl is huge i need to go down back. to atlantic sounds you and do. get another uh stylus mine is yeah pretty much broken 
No, it's a, if you talk to Mike, well, I've had him one day. We do him and I do a, a radio show on WNDB. <laughs> well, is that going to become a podcast? It might. It's a, hey, we, we love doing it on, on that station, but we've been doing it a long time. But the resurgence of vinyl has been amazing because the, I, really, it's the millennials. It's the young people mm-hmm. buying, wanting to possess something. You know, it's like that's a thing with music now. It's just out there, right? It's just in the yeah. air. But now, if you can actually, yeah. I was like, the smell of a new record. And well, what I it. miss about actual records and even CDs did this was the liner notes. Yeah. You know, you'd have the lyrics in there or a story about the song, the images. There's a lot of photography and, and great album covers and liner notes. Kind of miss yeah. that. Absolutely. You don't really see that on a, I don't know, digital download. <laughs> right. You don't get to hold it. <laughs> yeah. Reading, you like know, I'm a nerd, it. like reading the night. Right. What all went through to make the record. But um, so let's, let's jump ahead. So you, you were, um, you went on a little mini, I wouldn't say vacation, but you left yeah. town for a few days. Yes. I was that. up in St. Augustine. Love St. Augustine. Oh, it's a great town. And every time I go, I discover new stuff. It's yeah. like I take a serendipitous journey around and always see something new. But the purpose for my, Visit was the Florida Home Builders Association had their fall leadership conference in which the new president is sworn in. And we have meetings. We set the legislative agenda. There was actually some representatives there um, for the home building industry as a whole. And my outside of podcast job is title insurance. So we are very actively involved in title. Your day and job. My day job. So um, it was really interesting because we, um, we have a lot of fun, but we also enjoy... Enjoying the town as well. Right. And um, are we okay? <laughs> We're having some movement in the studio. <laughs> um, we did a pub crawl one night. Oh. Which was the first pub crawl, the inaugural pub, pub crawl. And the, the gentleman who was sworn in as president is from the area. So he, he led picked the, the stops. Well, he, yeah, kind of from the area. So uh, we visited a few establishments there, including Columbia Restaurant, which I, now, I have one never... there. There used to be one in Daytona, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Out at the marina. Yeah. And Scarlett O'Hara's was another place we went. There was an Irish pub. It was just, it was a good time. But my two favorite things that I got out of the trip, in addition to, of course, I worked. So if you're listening to my boss, then I got a lot accomplished there. But um, there's a secondhand bookstore in St. Augustine. It's called the Secondhand Bookstore. Yes, I've been there. I happened upon a very early edition of Breakfast at Tiffany's by Truman Capote with three other short stories in it. And I love that story. I have the movie, movie poster. It's just one of my, I love, and I started reading Truman Capote at probably a younger age than I should have, but I've always been a fan. So I bought that. Wow. Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. How much was it? Uh, it was, was it a lot. lot. <laughs> you have to tell me how much. It was worth it. It was more than, I was, more than it was $20. More than $30. But um, this secondhand bookstore, if you're in the area, she only they only sell really good quality secondhand books. So the, there's no tattered covers. The hardbacks have the cover on them. Really good shape books. And oh. in, she's buying books every day, bringing them in, selling them. And it's definitely a must stop in place while you're up there. Right. So that was, and for whom the bell tolls, they had a hardback of that. So that's, that's a Hemingway book. Hemingway. I've never had the opportunity to read, but I've seen the movie and it's cited as one of the best war stories of all time and certainly one of his best. So I got that as well. Very cool. Yeah. And, and then it, one other thing I had, you know, we were shopping, of course. You always walk around shopping in St. Augustine. Um, the artsy abode there has new light, St. Augustine Lighthouse um, 
trinkets for your uh, Pandora bracelet. So uh-huh. I got a St. Augustine Lighthouse while oh, I was there, there too. Go. Wow. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. Very cool. But it's a it's a neat town, and there's people from all over that show that are walking around St. Augustine. And you know, when you, thinking we're doing this show and we're really working on and, and working toward the revitalization of downtown Daytona Beach, the Riverfront Walk area. They've got a lot of that perfected. Of course, they've got the ruins and the history of St. Augustine to back it up. But we've got a lot of history here, too. And I don't think we need to mimic St. Augustine, but we can certainly complement and and invite some of that. The way the stores are are situated, you know, the whole shopping area is similar to what we're trying to do here. You don't drive through. You walk down the streets. There are some alleyways where people can drive in one direction. But otherwise, it's uh, you park and you walk. Yeah, it's a relatively small amount of space overall, you know. And the campus is right there. Beautiful the Leitner campus. Museum, you know, those those places. So, and of course, tourists are going yes. around. The, the how uh, busy was it? It was. Um, I don't. I mean, it certainly wasn't as busy as it gets, especially yeah. around the holidays. But it was. You know, people were busy. Stores were full. Oh, that's good. Restaurants. Some of them had a little bit of a wait. I found a vegan restaurant. Oh. Well, that offered a lot of vegan foods called the Floridian. Right downtown. It's nice. So it's a good trip. Oh, it's good to hear. I, you know, because we've been my my sense of the pulse of of business, certainly tourist business, right now in Daytona. Man, ever since that almost hurricane, it has really it's just like somebody turned the faucet off. A lot of people kind of struggling to get looking forward to Biketoberfest, which will be uh, next weekend. Looking forward to that, but man, it's been a kind of a Skinny summer. Yeah. Well, you know. had recently gone to the concert at Bacon Blues Club yes. with Mark Hodgson, the Rudy Tootie The Rudy band. Tootie band. Was man. there a great turnout for that? That was a great show. Um, Kate, who was our guest, mm-hmm. Holcomb, who's our guest last week, was there uh, with Georgia Turner. If you remember Georgia, she works she for the West Felucia. West right? Felucia yeah. CVB. And it was, uh, it was a great time. So it was interesting. <clears throat> This is Mark has gone back. He played with a number of different bands, you know, over the last forty years, I guess you'd say. Um, and he's at different times put out records, and he's now he's gone back and remastered them. Well, this actually was the Rudy Tootie Band Survival in a Tourist Town. Actually, was a record, and so he took the record now and made it. It was a live recording back at the um, what was it the the, the, the roof, the Oceanside Roof. A quality in Oceanside uh, Roof Lounge, which panoramic view of the ocean. I used to have a lot. I remember, you know, back in the day, that was a that was a, quite the place to go. And 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 bands then could get a full band could get a gig every night playing somewhere. That just doesn't happen much now. Anyway, they recorded it that at that that band Rudy Tootie. It's a great record if you get a chance. It really has a lot of references to what it was like to live in Daytona at the time. So it's a fun record to have. Well, they, he, so he put back together the best he could, the band now the, and added Danny Walters, great bass player. What was interesting is these, the cup, the, the drummer and the lead guitar, one of the lead, two lead guitars, the one of the lead guitarists had not seen each other in 30 years. <laughs> Right. And this is the beauty of music is that, you know, how you can reconnect. We all feel that, right? If I hadn't seen you in a while, we, we have some history together, so we could kind of pick right up, right? Especially mm-hmm. long you've known somebody if, you know, earlier on in your life, you find that. Well, same thing's true in music. So they had, they were kind of laughing about it. They had one rehearsal. And so while, while 
the beginning was a little rough in the in between songs. They were trying to figure what they're going, but man, when they got going and started playing, and, and the crowd was just, and I was thinking sitting there, like a lot of people, more people need to experience this because you talk about kind of a love fest where the the crowd was there, and the, a lot of them had seen the band in the day and and appreciated their music and wanted to see them again. So it was just a. Um, it was one of those things where the crowd kind of pushes the band and the band pushes back and it just it elevates itself. And you don't always see that. You know, a lot of times you have a really technically great band, but maybe the connection isn't as strong. Well, the connection at this show was, and I, I see and do a lot of shows and it was just amazing. And, and, and just the outpouring of applause and love that came from the crowd to the band just drove them to even get better and better. And, um, they really, and by the end, the drummer is a guy named Joe Berardi, who, who's in a power, get off subject a second, but you can always have, you can have a pretty good band with a bad drummer. You can't have a really good, you can't have a really good band with a bad drummer, but you can have a real, you can have a, you can make a, a bad band or a mediocre band way better with a good drummer. Well, this guy is just a phenomenal drummer. He's from here. So he <clears throat> comes back. He lives in L.A., and he's a session player out there. He plays on a lot of a lot of different gigs out there with a lot of you know good bands and a lot of good musicians. Well, he, he comes to town once a year, and this is one reason we put this together. And his uh, his whole so his family was there, and um, that kind of added to the love fest that was going on. But this guy is just a phenomenal drummer, so it just drove the whole thing to be even better. And it was a great show, and um, man, people just left there high fiving and having a great time. And it's just one of those things. I think more people should get off that couch and, and go take in on a more regular basis. You know, well, music brings people together, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and but they're going to want you to do it again and again and again. Yeah, <laughs> Mark told me at the end. He goes, he goes, he goes. That's the he goes. That's the that's the closest I've felt to heaven in a long time. <laughs> He said, that took me to a place I don't remember. That's been a long time since yeah. I went through. It was really cool. Well, as hard as, as, as musicians work to uh, feel those, the love from their people coming to see them, it keeps yeah. you going, yeah, inspires really you does. to do more. And so that that's great, more of those events. And I'm sure with the upcoming Biketoberfest, there's a lot of concerts and a lot of opportunities. And we'll yeah. probably talk more about that next week as yes. we lead into uh, Biketoberfest. I'll come up with some picks of things to go yeah. see there's some yeah. probably some good especially mm. rock and it's interesting when you talk and we'll talk about this when we did we did get to Biketoberfest but they've kind of changed uh, and be, I remember it used to be at, at bike events they were like it has to be has to be classic rock you know you can't you can't veer or southern rock you can't you can't veer and over time they've certainly veered you know now uh, Dirty Harry's which is on Main Street next to the bank What's funny is now they you go in there and they play like disco. They play, really? They pat, I mean, like dance music. Mm-hmm. They do some karaoke, which I'm not a big fan of, but they do some stuff like that. And so much for people only wanting one kind of music, you know, if you if you offer up and it's good and it's entertaining. Well, disco also brings you back to a place when you were. Yeah, I for, for the I age group is younger, and you know, you think about the Bee Gees and you know, Diana Ross when she got into more disco. Yeah. Disco's probably not the right word. Early but, Michael Jackson. I'm, I'm showing my age because anything where people dance, I tend to call it uh, disco, and I don't know that that's. Uh, 
You're not thinking punk, maybe? Uh, maybe yeah, some I'm not rap. thinking the, the more recent stuff that's out there. But uh, anyway. Dance to it. But, you know, in addition to rock music, there's a lot of other music, including German music. Oh, because yeah. we, we have Biketoberfest coming up in a couple weeks, but we also have Oktoberfest events in full swing. And in Daytona Beach, Shores are going to have a festival on Thursday, October 10th. So this show will be out maybe by that point. And yes. uh, 6, 8.30 at their community center. And they've got music and tickets and all that good Do stuff. They have German beer food, and... yes. Music and dancing. And the Prince of Peace Catholic Church will host its 51st yeah. annual Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest Parish Festival. That'll be October 10th through the 13th. So all weekend on the grounds there. And that raises funds for the... Uh, Educational activities there as a teenager. That was the thing to go to the was. the uh, Catholic Church right Oktoberfest, the... and then the Greek Church, which they always have their Greek Fest coming yes. up, right? Which is in November, I think. Those are always the yeah, fun our, festivals. Our Lady of Lords has the Italian Fest. So we're covering so, covering some culture. Yeah, we right raise some money. Absolutely, and you know, Queen is actually playing next Thursday night. Oh, they so are. Is that oh. the ultimate Queen celebration? That's the at the Peabody. Yeah, it'll be uh, seven thirty on Thursday night, October the tenth. They've been doing. You know, I was talking, to, and we're going to have Chad Smith on soon. So okay. Hopefully soon. I just wasn't able to get with him. Who runs that? And they've really had on a, a great run in in uh, recent history with the shows they they've been doing. Um, a number like they had, well, not things we necessarily would go to, but but a number of uh, what's the guy? What's the Ted Nugent? Yeah, of the of the Florida tour, they had them. They sold them at least as really. <laughs> they sold the most tickets of anybody. Glad this is audio. <laughs> yeah, well, he is from Detroit, but that's about yeah. the only thing we have in common. <laughs> hey, you know what? If uh, I I believe in me, like the power of music, and if that that's what makes you yeah. happy, man, I'm I'm all all about it. You know, he wasn't given a political speech he was yeah. just up there just and then, and then the, the other end of that city. deal is um jackson brown and sold out jackson brown mm-hmm. wow which is important because while i might not have mentioned somebody you want to see the better we do with these type of shows here because daytona has kind of a bad rap and not being able to sell tickets or sell out shows we're now starting to get the the big promoters attention that because this whole industry is controlled by the whole Two companies, so AEG and Live Nation. So if we can get their attention, if we uh, can start, and the only way you get their attention is by selling seats, then we're going to get more shows and good, more variety, more shows, more people. And of course, the whole um, they've done great with their Broadway series. I know you Mm -hmm. talking about that, but they've done really well. I mean, their pre sales for that are phenomenal. Yeah, and they're getting some great shows too. This yeah. next year, um, absolutely. Yeah, they're locked in with a good group of people mm-hmm. that know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, have you ever been a fan of the Carpenters? Yeah, yeah. I love the Carpenters. Yeah. I grew up listening great to Karen. Oh, great songwriting. She had a beautiful voice. Yeah. Tragic ending, but beautiful voice. Yeah. Well, a music night at the Hub on Canal. Um, it's a tribute to the Carpenters with Shannon Ray, and that'll be Friday, October the 11th, from six to eight p.m. And that's down in New Smyrna. If you've never been to the Hub on Canal Street, right there. We need to yeah, live music. So the hub's kind of a hub in the terms of of arts, right? Yeah. Well, arts, music, all kinds right. of arts. Yes, absolutely. They have right. exhibits there often as well. But, so I, it's it's kind of an intimate venue, is which I think is a, is nice for that type of music. You know, very vocal heavy. You're not getting a whole lot of instrumentalization yep. with uh, Karen Carpenter. Right. You know? 
Right. Some of them, I guess, but a cool place. I love though. Top of the World. <laughs> or oh, so. yeah. Remember that? So yeah, so that'll be um, on October the 11th. So if you're looking for that kind of music, and if you like Broadway tributes, you know, you like maybe a couple scenes from your favorite Broadway shows, the Copycats are performing this next this weekend. Omer Beach Performing Arts Center. It's their tribute dance group presenting show people with the sh- hits from My Fair Lady, Les Mis, Smokey Joe's Cafe, Liza with a Z, along with a lot of other favorites. I have a friend who's performing in it, and she's been doing it for several years. This Copycats group, they, they start in January preparing uh-huh. for this week of performances. Now, you talked about this a couple of podcasts back, and that, so as I remember right, that this kind of goes on around the country and different places do it, or is that yeah. just here? Yeah. Well, here is this group. I mean, it's right. a local group, but there right. is a uh, a director who comes up with the, the scenes and the uh, choreography, the lighting, the costumes, and they travel and do different shows in different places. But it's all done locally. So I think the, the um, you can buy the program, I right. guess, or the lineup, but then you customize it for your local audience. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's really a and lot you of fun. you got to find the people that can do it. Yeah. Well, and, and most of it's lip sync, but they're dancing oh, okay. and moving and performing. So okay. it's it's your, you're hearing your show tunes from your favorite singers from that show tunes, and in most cases, and but watching them do the performances. Uh-huh. And it's all ages. I mean, there's kids who are five, and there's adults who are 95. So they have like tryouts it. and everything. Yeah, and there's some great dancers. They're doing Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, move, you know, oh. shows. Yeah, it's right there at the Ormond Beach Performing Arts Center. So it's a it's a it's a great location and a lot of fun for that kind of music. Very cool. Are you going? Yes, I'm going okay. on uh, Sunday. So we'll look for a full report. Yes, absolutely. I'll interview somebody. We'll record I like it. that. Yes. <laughs> um, on October 11th, the Arc Evolution is having their Art and Wine event, which is, of course, art, wine, hors d'oeuvres. It'll be at the Tay's Art Gallery and Studio up in Ormond. And it oh, all benefits nice. the ARC, ARC of Volusia. Well, I always say art looks better, a little bit of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everything. <laughs> My interpretation yeah. becomes a little clearer. Yeah. We talked a little bit about some of the events at One Daytona. And this uh, next this week, they'll be having the Funtoberfest. No. Oh which is from 5 to 9 on Saturday, October 12th. There's a 4K fun run at 5.30, and I love how they put fun and run together because yeah. a lot of people don't do that. It's a 4K, so it's not quite the 5K. You get 1K off. Oh, how are they going with that? Yeah. It's it, to be different. Yeah, it's to be different. Probably the distance around is 4K. It's a, And there's a beer mile at 6.30, pop-up market from 3 to 8, and the retreat at Victory Circle. And tickets are 20 bucks. You can get them individually or... Have you ever heard of the, um, made me think of the Orman Beach Brewery. Have you ever seen when they do their <laughs> 0.0K? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they raise money for vets, I think, the organization. Mm-hmm. They raise a That's lot of money. That's my kind there. of race, yeah. I got to tell you. You give them 20 bucks, you get a little You get badge, a sticker. And they actually have a finish, <laughs> start finish line. It's all the same thing. You walk through. So everyone's a winner. <laughs> you feel like you got your workout in, go have you a all, beer. Yeah, all tied. Yeah, yeah I'll find out when that one's coming it's up. But my kind of race. That's also the host site for our Veg Fest, which will be November oh, the second. Right. And I've got great news. We have sold out the vendors. I have four people interested. If somebody cancels, and uh, I put it on Eventbrite just as it's a way to promote events, even though it's free to get in. Ninety-five people have gotten tickets through Eventbrite wow. for my event, and I was my goal was a hundred. 
So I think we're, we're there. You're onto something. Plus, what I'd say. the vendors who will be there. So there'll be 21 vendors and there's two people each. So that's, you know, yeah, 42 right there plus my 95. If you guys come. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Pop in. I'm going to have some in. live music in the afternoon at the Ormond Brewing right. Company and food trucks and all kinds of fun. A little so. salad and a beer. Yeah, a little salad and a beer. <laughs> and Oh My Cod Seafood, which is vegan seafood, will be there. Have you ever heard of them? How's that? Yeah. Seafood can be vegan? Yeah. Or well, seafood-ish. Like... Yeah. Not real crab. So not like real <laughs> flounder. Right. Because we're not plucking it out of the okay, ocean. It's coming say, out of the clear earth. what yeah. you're saying here. <laughs> Yeah. Is it fishy? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. It's delicious, though. No? They're very popular. They're based in Flagler County, and they travel all over to these veg fests because veg, veg fests are also a thing now. I think it's great. And it's idea. not just about relaxing on the couch with a beer watching <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> Why'd you look at me when you said that? <laughs> well, football um, this time of year. But you know, the Flea and Farmers Market is always open on the weekends, right? Well, Thursday um, through Sunday. And they yes. typically have arts and crafts there, but they have a special show coming up on Sunday, October 13th. On one of the rows, D South, which when I go there, I end up just going up and down. I, I really don't plan my route, but if you're right. a route planner, it's on D South with a lot of uh, booths set up outside the show with handmade and homemade items that are local to the area. And they're welcoming painters, potters, woodworkers, but they're not permitting anything manufactured. So it's all hand stuff that I will like be that. in this at the uh, Flea and Farmer's Market. Very cool. Yeah. And if you like tea, Lillian Place Heritage Center is going to have a Victorian tea on Tuesday coming up October the 15th. Have you ever been there, Lillian Place? Yes. It's right across the the, the non-bridge right yeah, now. Yeah, until that bridge until is Until the bridge is done, but Man, that's I'm, a that cool place. for them right now. Yeah, and they also do a Wind Down Wednesday um, on October the 16th where they're going to be talking about legends of haunted and cursed jewelry. So you might think that when you leave a house that feels haunted, that there's a spirit there, that you're away from it, but it can attach to the jewelry. They're going to talk about it. Oh. Chef Brian's will have some specialty dishes there. Yeah, they've done a good job really keeping that place going. Very cool. Yeah. That's well, fun. I've got a couple. Did I, Yeah, that's I, good. I, you got it? Yeah. I think I'm good. Else? Yeah. Well, oh, one other thing yeah, that you'll please. be interested in. Take your time. Cinematique. Yeah. The next of their documentary series, Linda Ronstadt, The Ooh. Sound of My Voice. You know, she is oh. remember from the Stone Ponies, different yeah. drum, and then she's played with Nelson Riddle. I mean, she's done a little bit of everything. Phenomenal. Who's better than Linda Ronstadt? I know. So that that is going to start this weekend. And then the other show is called The Sound of Silence, but it's not about Simon and Garfunkel. Oh. It's actually a drama featuring actor Peter Skarsgård. Okay. Yeah. So that's what's showing it. Cinematique Art, Cinematique. downtown art house movie theater. Downtown. Speaking of downtown, for those of you maybe don't know, I'm a do a lot of things, but a local promoter and uh, especially work with the redevelopment areas in Daytona Beach. I don't ask. I never woke up one day and said, "This is what I'm going to do with my life." It just kind of happened. <laughs> Which is a whole other podcast. But uh, <laughs> probably, how did that happen? How did that happen? How did you? I that would be up, a great podcast. How did that how happen? That, I wake up many mornings <laughs> asking myself, how did this happen? But anyway, exciting things going on on both Main Street and uh, in downtown. So I'm, I'm first of about nine events that uh, my company, Bullseye Marketing, a great partner in uh, Kelly 
And we're going to do the first one up is we're bringing back something from the old days. Do you remember two years ago? Now, this isn't, this isn't that old ago, but two years ago when Irma hit downtown, um, flooded downtown. And I, I think you could argue, especially in the North Block, north of ISB, really there there's a lot of the stores that haven't come back from that. There's a lot of serious water damage and and haven't been down here since 1983. I have never seen a flood like what happened at Irma. It was really profound and it had an immediate effect and it's had a lasting effect for sure. But the reason I bring it up is that I I got a call from Tom Leak, state state representative Leak, who's also a friend of mine. And he said right right, right after the hurricane, can you do um can you put together a street party? I want to do help these merchants out. Can you do a street party on, uh, I think it was like the 10th of October. Well, he, he said on the 10th. So I thought, oh, you must mean because today's the third. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> you got to be thinking of, no, November 10th, oh. right? And so I, I go, I wrote it all out for him, sent him an email, and he wrote me back. He goes, no, no, I'm talking about next week. So... With the help of a lot of people, the Chamber and Brown and Brown and um, Speedway, the city, everybody jumped in. And we put this event on. So we closed the street. I had two stages of music. And we had a lot of the um, older cars, you know, classic cars and car clubs. And and the peop- and it got promoted pretty well. And the, the love and support that came from the community come out downtown was just overwhelming. So we just filled the shops. Everybody was spending money. And it was a great night. Um, and since that time, I have been asked on a regular basis, why can't we do that again? You know, why we yeah. need to do more of that from the merchants. I've heard it from the merchants. I've heard it from the community, I've heard it from the leaders. So we're going to do it. Yeah. Yes. On October 25th. I'm taking an old name that we used to do this years ago called downtown Daytona nights. We're actually going to do three or four of these over the next year. Um, and it's pretty simple. It's, it's a block party. We're going to close the street off. From ISB to um, Orange. We're going to have a stage of music at Magnolia, which will be the Love Band. Oh, yay. I love love the Love Band. Great. In my backyard. Yay. I'm having a party. Right out your back door, (laughs) right? Uh, And they they bring a great energy, great, and and they got a good following. They do a show once a month at the Hard Rock that's really, really something special. So look forward to working with them. And then I'm working with. couple car people we've got like six car clubs and it's one of those things lisa where haven't done this a long time as i can almost tell by the first five people i talk to about an event what their response is to where this thing's gonna go and it, it, the enthusiasm i met with whoever i ask um is, is pretty overwhelming and the car clubs are like yeah we you know we remember those we want to do that again so i think you know we're looking like we're set up for big night we're gonna have that then we're gonna have the uh, a little bit of a sidewalk sale by some of the merchants where it makes sense. All the restaurants and the bars are going to have drink and um, and dinner specials. And then we're going to bring in about four food trucks. Nice. Yeah. So we're going to have the pokey truck. We're going to have barbecue. We're going to have a Mexican truck. And I'm working on one other one. A vegan one? I'm, I'm, I am trying to do that. We'll talk off. Yeah. I don't want to say yeah. anything out loud yeah. yet, but yeah. I'm, I'm working yeah, nice. on something that way. So, you know, kind of yeah. well-rounded. Yeah. So have you approach. talked to the Mini Cooper Car Club? I haven't, but uh, if you have a contact, we will definitely get a hold I'll of them. I'll put it I out there. I know the Subaru Club's coming. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Subaru and Mustang and Corvettes, Jeeps. 
Um, a few other I'm not thinking of right now. But that it should be a, be a really fun night, the 25th, October. It's Friday. It's a Friday night. It's like a Friday happy hour thing from 4 to whenever we get done. I'll be 10 nice. or 11 o'clock. Something fun to put on the yeah. calendar to look forward to. That'll be the weekend after Biketoberfest. That's right. That's and then right. the weekend before the art show downtown, the Halifax Art Fest. That's right, art Halifax show. Art Fest, which I'm also in, involved in on a volunteer basis for a lot of years. That's a great event. And we'll, I'll get Pat to come in and talk with us. She's yeah, Pat Abernathy, who heads up the marketing. It's interesting, real quick, about the Art Fest. This is my two cents. Is I've been working with... I helped get them back in 95 to move when, when we got the streetscape done. And so I've kind of worked with whoever was in charge and it's always been good. But the last three or four years, they have three people working together that just have taken this to a whole nother level. It's really, um, they're now selling out their, um, the, the artist way early. It used to be an issue. We didn't have enough this or that. Now we've, we're actually got a waiting list, um, uh, to get in, you know, for artists to come see it. So it's a turn out to be one of the more, most popular uh, events and longest running art festival in the state of Florida. Really? Yeah. So what year is this one? I think it's 54. Up. Right. So it's, it's close there with the Prince of Peace yes. Oktoberfest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and nice. then on the, uh, so then that, the Beach Street thing's gone. We got a few other things we're working on. We'll, I'll talk about uh, further down the road. But the other thing that came about that we're working on for a few months is on Main Street. You know, I've done the New Year's Eve on Main Street. It's a big event now. It's turned into uh, really a, a bet Kate was, uh, or Kate, who we had on the show last week, was needling me last night when I saw her. You got to get me more information. We got to let people know sooner. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right. But um, it's really turned out to be one of the largest um, New Year's Eve outdoor celebrations in the state of Florida. It's huge. We had about 20,000 people to show up for that. Nice. So last year, a few of the merchants got together and decided, let's have, let's, let's, uh, let's make Main Street look better. We got this bad rap. Let's work on, on improving our rap and, and trying to get more people down here. So we, so they actually organized a decorating contest. We had like 20, 25 merchants that stepped up and, and did the decorating. So, well, this seems like something that we ought to do, make better and, uh, get a little organization around it. So we've done that. And now we're going to just made this deal last week. We're going to light every palm tree, which there are 41 palm trees from A1A to Peninsula with white lights, white lights, all the palm trees. Nice. It'll be all with, twinkly. Yes. Very twinkly. And then we'll have, uh, you know, I'd say we'll probably get more like 30 something uh, stores lit up. And then we're going to make it snow every Friday and Saturday night starting on November 30th through through New Year's. So it's going to snow on Main Street, Lisa. You know, there's a lot of people who tell me they come to Florida to get away from the yeah. snow. Yeah. Well, this, yeah, but this will be brief. <laughs> It'll for, be, no, it's beautiful those, to see. Yeah. You know, whenever they, you blow the snow and it's falling down and it's just your, you know, your idea of what Christmas yeah. and the holidays or the festivals or should all be all about with the ambiance. Yeah. So. Now, so do the stores decorate their storefronts? Storefronts mm-hmm. in, inside the stores, and I'm telling you, some of these people take this very seriously. So it looks sort of like Main Street at the um, Magic Kingdom at Disney. You yeah. know how they decorate there? You're going to get yeah, one of those giant trees coming. It'll be its own version of that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> With a little creative, budget, yeah. yeah. But right. people get creative, and they mm-hmm. have a lot of fun doing, it, and it's really kind of brought people together that otherwise might not mm-hmm. even talk to each other. I mean, I got, you know, of all things, the tattoo parlor won last year for the small. A smaller store 
and they did a great job. And they're the ones that helped us get the idea of doing snow. They went all out. You know, yeah. it's just interesting. So, that'll yeah, I think fun. that'll be a lot of fun, and we'll do it every week. We'll have that. And then the uh, capped off with before New Year's Eve, the week before on the 21st or two weeks before, we're going to do the Bad Santa Pub Crawl. Oh. Doesn't that sound fun? <laughs> Is this going to be like the Bad Santa in the movie, Bad Santa? No, no, I don't think it's going to be that okay. bad. But, but we're going to have, uh, I think, seven bars participating. And you know, 21st, you've you you've... Well, unless you're me, but most people are finished <laughs> shopping, right? Shopping. Whatever they're going to do. And so, and the parties are all over and you're just kind of getting, so it's kind of a day just to go out and have some fun. And we're going to have Santa hats for everybody and of course the stores will all be decorated and we'll make it snow for that too. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. So are you putting a, uh, maybe a main street parade in this with Santa coming or? That might be next year. We're working with the ocean, the thirtieth, which is the same day they do the light up um, uh, at um, the Ocean Center. That, that's November thirtieth. Right? November, yeah. thank you. November thirtieth, they do the light up night at the Ocean Center. So we're coordinating with them, so not to steal their light or their right. thunder, and, right? And kind of they be do complimentary and, events. Yeah, be complimentary, and so which is kind of cool because most people don't know that the county owns the Ocean Center and the city. You know, does nobody knows? Everybody just thinks it's all one as it mm-hmm. should be. So we're gonna looking to put all that together, and so it's been a. I'm excited. I think it's a, yeah, it's a nice be a lot twist. Of fun. On, yeah, I, I think it's amazing when you'll be able to see what what Christmas lights and white trees, you know, white lit palm trees can do to a street. How it can t- maybe take a little of that edge off of a main street? That right, and still there. you can wear comfortable clothes. You're not in five oh, yeah. layers. Right. And mufflers around your face because it's the wind is you know gusting yes. at eighty miles an hour. Yeah, that so be that's nice. cool. Those are the, that's exciting a, things. A lot we got of fun going and a full complement really with what's happening on the beach side with with the holiday and yep. then um, the speedway is doing their light oh, drive through yeah. lights event, which is really kind of neat, something unexpected um, to fully embrace the holiday spirit for all yeah. the folks who decide to get away from the cold north comes to Florida and. Yeah. Look around. And I had that conversation with Kate, like I said, last night, and she was, it's, she's right. You know, we got to give them reasons to come here. And then we got to tell them. Right. <laughs> create them. It's one thing to create, but you got to make sure they know. But uh, anyway, that's, that's what I've fun. been up to. Yeah. I have a I have a rumor I'm going to share with you. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody if you're listening. But um, I heard this yesterday from a very reliable source. I'm not going to use, I'm not going to use names. But very exciting for the downtown. There is an existing brewery that is uh, is in the midst of negotiating to move their said brewery to a building on Beach Street. And I won't say where, but it's in the North Block. <laughs> in the North Block? In the North Block. Okay. I had heard so, that about the South Block, yeah. the alleyway there. Um, well, McKay's added a brewery, right? But, mm-hmm. but this is um, this is an operating full fledged brewery. Nice. I don't want to jinx the deal by saying who right. it is, but anyway, okay. right? As, that, it, it as could... that becomes more of a thing, we'll we'll share that. But I think that's very yeah. exciting. It'll add another stop to the uh, Daytona Beach Ale Trail right. that we discussed last week, and I think it will be a a great coup for downtown, absolutely, and, and for the and for the brewery to be somewhere where it's high visibility yeah. and kind of a cool thing we like mm-hmm. having. 
So beautiful. That's my rumor of the week. Right, a rumor <laughs> of the week. Well, we will um, look forward to next week. Maybe talking to somebody about Oktoberfest yes. and some of the excitements that are going on here for that. Yeah. Well, I'm interested in what you've been reading. Well, I started reading Breakfast at Tiffany's okay, again I because I was able to pick that book up. I'm still reading She Said, which is the one about the Harvey Weinstein investigation into oh. his improper behavior. Um, but yes, I've been reading Breakfast at Tiffany's again, and that's just a marvelous book. And it's yeah. you know, if you've seen the movie, which I love the movie as well, it's it's great. It's a it's a different take. It's as if you were to read a book and come up with five different scripts for a movie about it. Telling basically the same story, but your own personal. So right. the movie is a little bit different. Well done. So what about, what are you listening to? I'm listening. So we were talking about vinyl records earlier, right? So at, um, the Beatles, 50th anniversary of Abbey Road. Yes. Uh, they remastered that and uh, it came out with a, uh, a box set of records, vinyl records that um, have a lot of outtakes and, and, and such in it. And um, just really hadn't listened to that record, you know, beginning to end. Of course, a lot of the songs on there you hear, all you know, get on the radio a lot or get played a lot. But very interesting, I thought, because that record, the history behind it makes it even more interesting to me because it was the last recording that they did. Now, Let It Be came out later, but Let It Be was a, a documentary movie that they had done and recorded. And, and if you remember, that was a pretty stressful you know, bad vibe and they were breaking up and, but after they, so they did that, that hadn't gotten out yet. They went back in the studio with just kind of one last burst of, of creativity that I thought was a, a really strong effort. And each guy in their own way, you know, did some, did some great work on there. John Lennon's got some good songs. I like Paul McCartney, Oh Darling. And mm-hmm. it's the only album you'll ever heard. She came in through the bathroom window. Right. That's right. A, and it starts with Come Together, it's right? A, it's an 18-minute medley that's just, mm-hmm. a, it's fascinating. Yeah. It's very good. But my but the one th- takeaway for me on that record is how, George. that was like when George Harrison really be, became his own self and really, you know, he's got two very strong songs on there, right? Here Comes the Sun and Someday. And his guitar playing on that record is great. And then he put out, um, trying to think of his solo album, the first one that came out, um, was just phenomenal. And and I just think Harrison really kind of stood up to the rest of the guys in his own way, creative way, not in a physical way. And and really, uh, I thought, shined really, really mm-hmm. strong on that record. Well, and it just shows the, the the diverse talents that came together to create one, you know, one of the best albums I think of all time. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it was you. It is a great listen from beginning to end. Album, not picking and choosing songs out of order because they all kind of go into each other yeah, as do. well. Absolutely. The end and carry that weight. Yeah, exactly. I used to use that when I my very first radio job. That was my sign off. We signed off at midnight <laughs> back at WKBC in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina, and we we signed off with "Carry That Weight." Oh, not came in through the bathroom. No, no. well, that's part of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that's my pick. If you if you don't have that record, I suggest you go get her the CD. Or however you like well, to didn't consume it, music, isn't it the first? Well, not the first, but the highest selling going f- the span of time between the last time it was number one and it's number one again. Oh, okay, I heard that, but that makes sense. Yeah. That Fifty makes sense. years later. Fifty years later. So. No, that was great. Well, we appreciate everybody listening. And Lisa, thanks. You have anything else? We good? No, I think I think so. We'll talk next week about Biketoberfest, some of the events going on. Yeah. Maybe 
maybe we'll be able to release the name of the yes, brewery we'll, we'll by that Sid point. Murray will be, maybe be able to tell you about that. But we appreciate everybody listening. If you could please tell your friends and neighbors and and like us and do all the things that you need to do to, to help us get this thing going. Really appreciate uh, everybody's support. Have great feedback. We've gotten a lot of good feedback. Yeah, and send us some tips yeah. of events through our social media, yes. Facebook for sure. You can post some tips on there. We will always look at that. And, and you know... If you have if you have something nice to say, send it to me. If you have criticism, send it to Lisa because I really don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Yeah. All right, and thanks thanks to Bobby here for making this all put this all together. Thank you, sir, so much. All right, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week.